So the attribute of mercy are the tzaddikim, the holy Jews, the saintly Jews, their being, their presence, the fulfilling of mitzvot, and the miracles, all the wonders and miracles through the Torah, that are in the Torah, and also the wonders and miracles that the tzaddikim perform throughout all the generations. In other words, although God created the world through letters, through words, which really define the world and give each object its unique character and its unique uh, properties and creates the world of nature as we know it, with its rules and laws, laws of nature, which are feel very natural and are very real. Nevertheless, Hashem placed within the world reminders that are beyond nature. He placed in the world things that shatter nature that transcend nature, that are unnatural, that are higher than nature, above nature, and that remind us of godliness. He gave us windows. He left a few windows to the soul, transparent windows that have a transparent connection to godliness, to remind us that there's something above and beyond. And those are the tzaddikim, the righteous ones, their being, their presence, saintly beings, it reminds you that there's something that's beyond this world. They're in this world, they're part of this world, and yet they're head and shoulders above this world. They're like a, win a window to the soul, window to heaven. There's no concealment for them. To them, godliness is transparent. So they live in this world, and yet they're totally above the world. As Dr. Rebbe says, that tzaddik has no struggle. Tzaddik doesn't struggle with the Yetzirah, has no evil inclination has no temptation. A tzaddik is totally transformed as being. And therefore the tzaddik is like a different human being altogether. When you're in the presence of a tzaddik, when you look at the tzaddik, it reminds you of godliness. It reminds you that there's something that's way beyond the world that we live in, the confines of the world that we live in, way beyond time and space and nature and the rules and laws of nature, there's a reality that totally transcends it. Just the presence of the tzaddik, the being of the tzaddik, reminds us and even affects, affects the world that we live in. And not only the, the, we know in every generation of 36 hidden, hidden tzaddik, just their mere presence in the world already makes the world a more refined place, a place where godliness becomes accessible. And especially through the miracles, just like the tzaddikim. It doesn't matter if the tzaddikim, like the patriarchs, the righteous ones, the patriarchs, the matriarchs, Moses, the prophets, the, uh, the, the rabbis, the great assembly, the rabbis of the Talmud, the, the, the Mishnah, the Gemara, the Tanoim, Amaroim, the Ga'oinim, the Rishonim the, the in the medieval times, the Hasidic masters, they were all heavenly beings. They were all godly beings. So these tzaddikim, these, just by their being and their presence, reminded us that there is something godly. There's something beyond that meets the eye. There's a reality that's beyond, beyond nature, beyond our comprehension. There's something more, like a window to heaven, a window to the divine. And especially all the miracles, whether the miracles in the Torah, the splitting of the sea, whether the miracles of the prophets, 
could read the prophets. Miracle after miracle after miracle. Mind-boggling miracles. Miracles in the Talmud, the Midrash, of the Talmudic rabbis. The, the miracles of the, of the Gainim, of the Rishonim, Rashi, Rabbi Yehuda HaChassid, all these medieval rabbis were astonishing miracle workers. And then the Baal Shem Tov, Baal Shem Tov performed miracles we haven't seen since the times of, since the times of Eliyahu Navi. Astonishing miracle after astonishing miracle after astonishing miracle. Every second, every step of the way was just another stupendous, stupefying miracle until it became the expression of Balshemska, something Balshemska happened, something a Balshemska miracle, something that totally defies logic, totally shatters all the rules and laws of nature. And by the Balshemska, this happened as a, as a natural course. This was, this was, this was the natural course of things. Stunning, one stunning miracle after the other. So much so that Alter Rebbe testified that his teacher, Rabbi Dov Ber, the Magad of Mezich and the Balshemska, were literally able to see with their physical eye from one end of the world to the other. And they described as if it was right before their eyes. This is miraculous. This is mind-boggling. And this was a reality. There were human beings in this world, and yet there was something totally godly about them and their abilities. And when you so when you when a miracle happens, something that's impossible happened. When the splitting of the sea happens, you're stuck, and suddenly the splitting of the sea happens. It reminds you. It makes you realize. When the Jew went to the temple and he saw ten miracles, the Jew realized. That there's, that what we see, we are the effect of the tzimtzum. But the truth is, there is a reality that transcends the tzimtzum. There is the reality of the infinite, of the God, of the infinite creative energy, which is not defined by the tzimtzum. Even when the light is, goes through this prism, and the light turns into red light and yellow light and blue light, the light itself remains unaffected. That God remains undefined and infinite, and his infinity is found in the world of the finite. That miraculously the fire did not burn Avram. In this world of nature, where everything is rigid and everything is predictable and everything is natural, miracles happen that totally defy nature, that shatter nature. The miracles that happened to the Jewish people in the Exodus of Egypt. Moshe, 40 years of miracles, one miracle after the next. Earth-shattering miracles totally broke every law in the book. And this was a way of life for that generation, which revealed to them that there is, that what we see is not necessarily what you get. That the truth is that there is a reality, that, that everything is truly godly. Everything is nothing other than the godly creative energy, which is infinite, and therefore everything is truly godly. But when you see it in your life, in this world, performed, through a tzaddik, through a human being, it reminds you that at the essence, everything is truly godly. So God left this window open. He left a window that we can get a glimmer, a glimpse, a taste, an illumination. Because otherwise, the darkness would be too, too intense. When you're engulfed by nature and you're engulfed by the darkness and you can never lift your head and you can never take a, a break from nature, and you can never step back and get a different perspective, it will be impossible for us to, to overcome the nature, overcome the darkness. Because you can sit and explain this, and still it will be difficult for a person to really experience godliness, because it's so beyond our experience. But when a miracle happens in your personal life, and you see the open hand of God in your life, 
where a miracle happened. The doctor said it, nothing, there's no cure, and suddenly you're cured because the Rebbe gave you a blessing. When you see the open miracle happen in your life, something that shatters nature, that breaks laws of nature, you suddenly realize, suddenly, it hits home. The reality of Godliness, the infinite, that everything is at its substance, at its essence, everything is truly godly. And that's like an awakening that opens your eyes. You should realize that don't look at the surface, look underneath it, look at the divine energy. Experience the divine energy, see the divine energy, and start living accordingly. So this is what the Medrash means. The Medrash means that when God saw that he want, God wanted to create the world, he just entertained the thought. He never actually created the world in this way. But he entertained the thought that he was going to create the world only with concealment. In other words, that the divine light will be totally concealed in the vessel, in the prism, and therefore the world of nature will never be broken. There won't be any miracles. There wouldn't be any miracles. God will never change the world of nature. But God saw that we, we would not then be able to accomplish our goal, accomplish our mission of changing the world, because we would be stuck, we would be confined. And therefore, God inst instilled in the world, he mixed in his attribute of mercy, of compassion. So he instilled in the world, initially in creation, he instilled in the world, in the letters and words of creation, because the whole world is created through the Torah, so he in the words and letters of the Torah, he put in, he inserted that ability of transcendence, that ability of rising above nature. As the Medrash says, the Talmud says, that God made a condition with the water. The water, at the splitting of the sea, did not want to split. But God made a condition. He says, if you do not split, I'm only creating in the condition that when the time will come, you will split and let the Jewish people go by. And when he refused to do it, Moshe says, if you don't split, I'm going to return you back to, to you. I'm going to return you back to nothing. Because you only exist in the condition that you will split at the right time. So God inserted right initially, when God created the world, with the letters and words, with the names, the Hebrew names, the letters and the words, as they are found in the Torah. So God inserted in the Hebrew letters, in the Hebrew words, God already inserted all the miracles that will happen throughout the course of history. It's all there, right in the beginning. He made a condition that everything that exists in nature, that they must perform the miracle when the tzaddik will command them to break nature and to follow the miracle. So it was all there right in the beginning. This is the condition that God instilled initially, right in the beginning of creation. And that's the power of the Torah. The power of the Torah is the Torah, on one hand, God creates the world through the Torah. But on the other hand, the Torah also transcends the world. The Torah introduces into the world, the Torah introduces the divine into the world. So the miracles that exist within creation, that God initially inserted right at the beginning of creation when God spoke and the world came into being. So in his letters, God also inserted a level that transcends letters, that transcends words, a level where you can easily change one word for the next because it's not about the word, it's about what's inside the word. And therefore, if you're in touch with what's inside the word, you can easily change one word for the next. As the as the, the miracle worker said in the Talmud, 
He says, whoever said that oil will burn will say that vinegar will burn. What difference does it make? Why does oil burn? Because of the divine energy within the oil, within the word shemen. So, we'll change that, that the divine energy in the word chaymet will also burn. Because once you're in touch with the content, then you can easily change one word for the next. You can say the same thing in many different words. Someone who's not mastered the content, a student who's just repeating what his teacher said, could only repeat word for word. Because he doesn't really master the concept, and therefore he can't really change the wording. So the rest of us who are not tzaddikim, we are confined to the world, confined to the world of nature. But the tzaddik, who has mastered through Torah, he has mastered, he has become one with God, with the infinite light that's within the word, so you can easily change one word for the next. And therefore, whoever said, Baal Shem Tov, used to love light. One time they ran out of light, so Baal Shem Tov said, no problem. He hung up icicles, he lit icicles, and icicles lit. The same God that said that the wax should burn, in this case, icicles burn. Because when you're the master, when you connect to the infinite, you connect it to the Torah, then you can easily change one word to the next. It's not even really a change. It's all one. So. Right. And that level it's all one. And therefore you can, you know, because it was an icicle. You didn't make the icicle disappear. That the icicle should burn like a candle. Still within the 22 letters. You cannot break the 22 letters. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't make it disappear, but he changed, right. Within the 22 letters, he changed the properties and the miracle happened. Showing, revealing to us that what's primary is not the symptom, is not the letters. What's primary is what's within the letter, the divine energy. That's what's primary. And through Torah, you become one with the divine. You become the master, the masters of Torah. The tzaddikim were masters and became one with the divine. And therefore, it's the same light from the divine's perspective. It's the same light in, in, the, in the oils, the same light in the, in the, in the uh, vinegar, the same light in the icicle, the same light in the candle. The difference is to us. But to us, a candle is a candle, and an icicle is an icicle with its own unique properties. Candles burn, icicles don't. Icicles extinguish flames. Fire burns. But when you're in touch with the master, you master the Torah and you become one with the divine, then the icicle can burn. Avram was able to walk in the fire and take a walk. And it was a botanical garden. The wood and the fire that was meant to, to, to uh, intensify the fire turned into a botanical garden. Three days he wandered around the fire. Who says fire has to burn? It's not the fire was extinguished. The fire was a fire. And it was a, a botanical garden. Garden. Because from God's point of view, God is not confined. Even after he creates the world, God is not confined. Even after the light goes through the prism and you see the red light, the light itself is not changed. The light itself remains pure light. It's only the effect that's changed. To us, the receiver. But from, God's, from the light's point of view, it's all the same. So when the tzaddik, who has mastered the Torah, become one with the divine, he is able to reveal the divine in the world. He's able to make the fire shouldn't burn. The icicle should light up. The vinegar should act like oil. The sea should split. The sea should stand up like a wall instead of flowing down. 
So the tzaddik, when you experience that miracle, when the Jewish people experience the miracles of the splitting of the sea and all the other miracles, when you experience a miracle in your life, a blessing from a Rebbe, a miracle in your life, you experience, you realize that there, it's not what's not the external, it's what's inside. It's a divine energy. And that ultimately everything is really infinite and ultimately there's no other reality but God. That gives you a lot lights of fire. That motivates you to study Torah and do mitzvah. The ultimate goal is to study Torah with the human mind and to do mitzvah, to take natural objects, physical objects, and do a mitzvah with it. And as we said earlier, to do it in a natural way. But if a Jew never saw a miracle, if a Jew never encountered a tzaddik, you would be swallowed up by the world. You wouldn't believe it's possible. But when you experience, you see the meet the tzaddik, and you experience the miracle, it lights a fire into you. It reminds you the reality is not what it appears to be. Nature is just a cover-up. And that our mission is to transform something natural to something divine through Torah mitzvah. So after the miracle, the miracle gives you that energy, gives you that motivation, enthusiasm. It reminds you, it's a glimpse. You see the paths. The path is illuminated. For a brief moment, you get a glimpse of something divine, of something godly, of something otherworldly, of something transcendent, which gives you a, a shot in the arm to do what you have to do. So Hashem had mercy on us. Hashem had mercy and He contained in the world, He left, in the world, He left the ability for us to totally rise above nature. There should be a tzaddik, a human being who's like miraculous, saintly, just be otherworldly, beyond human. Something that's, that's just, just a godly person. Something that's surprising, that reminds us of the divine, of the godly. Transparent. When the Jew went to the temple three times a year and saw the ten miracles, witnessed and experienced the ten miracles that happened as a matter of course of nature in the temple, it reminded the Jew when he went back to his farm, when he went back to his estate, that it reminded him of what it's all about. That what we see is just the, it's just nature. Nature is just the symptom. It's God's letters. It's God's words. It's the vessel. But what's contained inside it, the creative energy is God's infinite creative ability. And therefore inside of us it's really all divine, it's all God. Everything in the world is really all Godly. There's nothing other from God. And there's not, no other reality but God. From God's perspective, nothing changes. He remains alone. God is everywhere. There's no darkness, there's no concealment. And when you saw and experienced that, that enabled you, that enabled you to deal with the world, to engage in the world, and to elevate and to transform the world. Because that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is not to shatter the world. The ultimate goal is to elevate the world. So when Hashem saw that the world could not survive, if a Jew didn't have a tzaddik, if Jewish people did not have tzaddik, a transcendent being, a person who's beyond, you know, beyond our human logic and imagination, if we didn't experience miracles, open miracles, that have no logical explanation, there's an open, obvious miracle that God broke the laws of nature, we were stuck, we were desperate, and we had no way out, but in any natural way we were stuck, and miraculously, Everything cleared up and miraculously everything worked out. When you experience that, it hits home to you. The reality of God. And the reality that Hashem is with us every step of the way. And that there is nothing other but, but God. And that the energy within everything that exists, all of creation, all of nature, is nothing other than the divine. Supernatural, the God. 
And that gives you a shot in the arm. That gives you a tremendous inspiration to go about your life, to be able to withstand all the temptations, to be able to withstand all the tests, and to be able to go about filling your mission of engaging in the world and day by day changing, changing the world into a godly place. It's these souls that have windows, windows to the heaven, windows to the divine, that allow a glimpse, allow some illumination, some sense that there's something godly, something beyond yourself, something beyond ego, beyond nature, something otherworldly, something that totally blows your mind away, beyond human grasp, and you just stand in awe when you experience it, and that wakes you up, and that points you to realize not to look, to judge the book by its cover, not to look at the world at the surface, but to look at the divine energy that's inside. Look at the God, the infinite divine creative energy. And that really the substance, everything is truly God. And that lights a fire. And you should be motivated to study Torah, to act like a Jew, to live a Jewish life, study Torah, think like a Jew, speak like a Jew, act like a Jew, do the mitzvah, and accomplish your mission of not destroying nature, not destroying the world, crushing the world, obliterating the world, elevating the world, transforming the world from within. The miracle of Purim, the world of nature itself becomes miraculous. And then God will bless you in your own personal life, that you will see success in your own business, in your own personal life, in your own natural life, you will see a miraculous success. Everything will be natural, It'll be a miraculous. You'll sense <clears throat> this is divine. Like Joseph, everything he touched turned into gold. Joseph said, "This is this is Hashem's hands. This is there's no human fingerprints here. Yes, everything was in a natural way, but it's all divine. When a Jew acts that way, when a Jew follows the Torah and the mitzvot faithfully, and overcomes difficulties, and his commitment is unshakable, and then as he see, he'll see in his own personal life as well that." The natural will all be supernatural, will all be miraculous. He'll have a miraculous success in all, all that he does.